0: Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, Glory to In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have with this feast, as we heard the fear and the trembling and the misunderstanding that we have heard from the gospel reading from at least Thomas Sunday, even on Apostle Vespers. And then we've heard it again in the gospel reading this morning. We also think of ascension, and it's hard for us to not think of ascension as an absence, where our Lord ascends as he spent his time with his uh, disciples and with the apostles and with all those who had followed him to, in a sense, uh, leave them. But his leaving is not an occasion for uh, complexity or uh, feeling as if it is an absence that um, is just emptiness. But it is a particular type of absence that has a fullness he promises to his disciples that they were to go to Jerusalem to receive the Holy Spirit. That Pentecost would give them the fullness of the presence of God. Now, when we look at the Kintakian for this feast, we see here exactly what our reason for rejoicing, because as the apostles see the Lord, and as he's blessing them, go up into the heavens, they don't go away weeping or lamenting like we have with them, just a few weeks ago, during Holy Week, but there is rejoicing, great joy, and then a continual dwelling within the temple as they await the power that will clothe them from on high in Jerusalem. The Kentucky for this feast uh, gives us the basic points of this feast. When you did fulfill the dispensation for our sake. Dispensation, this is a word that we even use Uh, In the anaphora, Father Stephen, I think you on the fly translated as the plan of salvation, salvation, dispensation, because dispensation uh, can carry some connotations or it's kind of an abstract abstract word. It was Archbishop Job's version in the Midwest. The plan of salvation. So, a plan of salvation. You could say the Greeks, uh, Greek fathers, not just the Greeks, but the Greek fathers, would say the economy, or the way in which God ordered things for our salvation. And this is exactly what we have gone through in this calendar year, from right before the beginning of the year with Nativity, to Theophany, to Holy Week, the and walking with him to Holy Week, his crucifixion, and then his glorious resurrection. All of that uh, was a fulfilling of the dispensation, what he came to do for us. But the ascension is an essential part of that. He's fulfilled the dispensation, and now he must ascend into heaven. And this is where the Kentucky tells us, unite earth to heaven. You did ascend in glory, O Christ your God, not being parted from those who love thee, But remain with them in crying, I am with you, and no one will be against you. Now, he unites earth and heaven in his body. We have uh, been glorying in this from at least nativity, but with the ascension, we have the, there was the descent, now we have the ascension with the ascent. And we will hear that We heard that actually at the Sunday after Theophany, but we also hear this on this Sunday with, if I'm remembering correctly, (laughs) the epistle reading uh, emphasizing a kind of ascent and a descent and ascent. Uh, And then in his ascent into the heavens with his pure body, he has sat us, uh, our nature, at the right hand of God the Father, such that the joy that the apostles had... Was that the, the path to heaven, as St. Athanasius in, on the Incarnation, when they ask him, why did Jesus have to die on a cross, and why in the dispensation of the Incarnation and the path up to heaven, is he's clear that it's so that he could basically create a path for us to heaven, that he allows us, he brings us, not just allows us, but he brings us into the very depths of God that he uh, presents to God the Father uh, human nature purified. As we say in the anaphora, his blessed hands. And if you think about this, the reason why his body was not left to decay in the grave is because his body was deified. He did die, but his presence within the body brought it in corruption, Such this is how Paul talks about in Acts 2, at the sermon at Pentecost that we'll be reading in just over a week from now. So the ascension is essential to our salvation, and it is something that uh, in that uniting of earth to heaven and his promise of being with us, that he would not leave us, this is of course through the operation and power of the Holy Spirit. Not just as a kind of external promise or a, a word or, as I was growing up, the Bible, right? It's kind of God's pre- That's basically, that was God's presence to us, was a book. Uh, this is, of course, not to denigrate Holy Scripture whatsoever, but it is the fact that he took a body, that he is present with us in the Holy Spirit within our bodies, to then also purify, sanctify, and cleanse this particular temple so that we can be like him in his uh, resurrected and ascended state. As the Apostle John tells us, we shall see him as he is and we shall be like him.
1: So let us continue
0: with The joy of what God has done for us, shifting from focusing on the resurrection, not that that is to fall in behind or to the wayside at all, but to rejoice in the fulfillment of the resurrection and our Lord ascending into heaven and sitting down at the right hand of God the Father where he can make intercession, present a pure uh, body, human nature so that we can for all eternity sit with God the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.